0: a revolutionary, but you can't run revolution. King Kong ain't got sh- on me! Go five dollar ass
1: down before I make
0: change. <laughs> well, the secret is, you got to coordinate.
1: Damn! Damn! Good morning, my neighbors! I hey, f you!
2: Yes! Yes!
3: F you too! Get out!
1: Either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the hood. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock, Plymouth Rock landed on us. Yo! What's going on? My name's Hartsel. Across the table, margarita in hand. Ladies and Always. gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Always. Sean Edwards, your Fox 4 film critic, KC Morning Show film critic. My name is Hartsel Gray. We're watching this, y'all, week. What's this? Six?
3: Yeah, man. Now it's time where we can just and stop keeping track. We rolling.
1: It's real now, just baby. Just tune
3: in. Listen each week. We're talking about everything out there that you can put your eyes on. What are you watching more importantly, what are you watching and talking about? Sean Edwards, what you watching, baby? You know, right now, man, um, I'm watching and listening to a lot of Moo Moo Fresh.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah,
3: man. She's my life. She's my lifeline this summer. I'm digging her. She's my 2021 Lauren Hill. How was your fourth? It's all right, man. I don't really celebrate it. You know, in 1776, my people still had chains. I'm not like no fireworks for that.
1: I'll say happy fourth. I don't do the Independence Day garbage. I don't nah. do none of that. No. But I'm nah. not going to lie to you. I'm a sucker for a firework, all right? I'm, baby, I'm a fire work. I'm not going to turn that down. Nah, I'll be it's, a great, it's a great I'll holiday be
3: <laughs> for a bunch of old men who wore wigs. When I was a um, editor back at The Pitch way back in the day, I, I wrote a column on why black people should not celebrate Independence Day or the 4th of July. It was, it was a real dope piece. I got a lot of traction on it. I that. was going to say, what year was this? Day.
1: What year was this? You remember?
3: 1995, Ooh. 96. 95 got, in KC at The yeah. Pitch? What are letters like? It was like on point. People was like, oh, man, this dude, this dude's fire. Like, I was lighting it up back then. Like, that's that's where I, like, kind of, like, got my start. I had a cool editor who was like, go. And I was, like, writing about all kinds of stuff. I wrote about the N-word way back in the day. Wrote about the 4th of July way back in the day. Wrote about the disparity in grocery stores, how you live in a white neighborhood, you got a cool grocery store, you live in a black neighborhood, you got a garbage grocery I mean, I was writing about a lot of I mean, it was Good days back then. Good days back then. Step but the definitely wrote about the 4th of July Independence Day and how black people should not celebrate that way before Joe Biden made Juneteenth a okay. national holiday.
1: Reach Sean Edwards uh, over here. Of the curve.
3: When you're ahead of the curve, you're ahead of the curve, and it's documented. Just Google. And
1: when you win the curve, you win the race, Sean yeah, Edwards. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens. It's all
3: documented. You, you ain't talking <laughs> when it's documented.
1: This is watch this, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, We'll we yeah. take a look at the week that was through the lens of pop culture. Hey, Sean, real quick. Tradition yeah, dictates. We yeah. got to do a cheers for. Real Do it.
3: Cheers. Boom.
1: Boom, baby. Hey, take, take a sip
3: for DMX. One mm. of the greatest that ever did it.
1: Ah, sip one out. Got them street tacos. We in El Poblito yeah, here yeah. in Kansas City. Yeah, my man DMX arguably had one of the greatest
3: two year runs ever. and Not only in the history of hip hop, but thank you. Thank you so much. Mm, service. Jerry the in the house. The service top notch. Service is five top stars not. in this joint, people. Woo. No, DMX had a two year run that was arguably the greatest, not just in hip hop, but in music.
1: Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't I? I see they doing something With his life Like on Broadway Or some kind of show Or something
3: I hope not I, Man if, DM, if they doing A DMX Broadway musical He gonna flip in his grave And his body <laughs> Hadn't even decomposed yet
1: Let this man rest Let him rest, <laughs> let, him rest. Let, let him rest Let him, let him rest that Corny shit Sean Edwards The Street Tacos Is here Shall we yeah, do some news why, In the yeah, queue Let's do it What's happening this week
2: ESPN has now benched reporter Rachel Nichols from covering this year's NBA Finals following her controversial comments about a black colleague. In leaked audio obtained by the New York Times, Nichols, who's white, is heard in a recording of a private conversation venting about ESPN's decision to have Maria Taylor, who is black, host shows during last year's NBA Finals instead of her. She said ESPN was feeling the pressure about adding diversity among on-air talent Amid the Black Lives Matter movement.
1: I would praise her for all the success in the
0: world. She covers football. She covers basketball. If you need to give her more games to do because you're feeling pressure about your like really crappy long time record at which by the way I myself like know personally from the female side of it,
1: like go for it. Just you know find it somewhere else. Like you're not going to find it with me. And take my thing away. What is going on in ESPN, man? <laughs> what would you say earlier? What would you
3: call this? Unforced errors. Man. I can't watch SportsCenter anymore. Like, I've never seen a show just disintegrate the way it has before my very eyes. Like, 10, 15 years ago, man, that was such an on-point, necessary watch. I hate it now. Tell me why. The quality of the anchors has severely gone downhill. And you can tell that they're trying to hire, like, I don't know, let me it feels, shut up I'm not, I'm not even gonna say I mean
1: say. it feels disingenuous right because yeah, yeah, here's the yeah, thing it's, it's it's like what we're experiencing I'm not, now I'm not
3: even because there's too many social justice well, warriors it's, out it's,
1: here it's like what we're experiencing now in this in this moment that we're in right we all remember when people posted the black square on social media saying that black lives matter we all remember everybody that was out in the streets when George Floyd was murdered right these woke warriors that supposedly stand with us sometimes they're the ones like MLK would say you know beware of the white moderate man the ones who say they got your back it's too and much uh, going on. It's too they much. stabbed too, it's too while you're not looking on.
3: so what, what we talking about this controversy with rachel nichols and maria taylor
1: i mean i'm gonna be
3: honest yo if somebody was trying to take my job i might say something but this all starts for me with why are we recording phone calls like who's recording private you know, phone calls but i can't be mad at i can't be mad at rachel nichols because if somebody's coming for your job be like i don't want that person to have my job I can't be mad at Maria Taylor. I mean, she's not a diversity hire. No one wants to be seen as that either, because she's really talented. Oh, she's amazing. She's yeah. excellent. I think this whole thing's been mishandled by the execs because you can't make up years and years and years of doing the wrong thing with one right thing. And, and maybe the way they went about doing it wasn't exactly cool. But I mean, I get Rachel Nichols. I'm like, yo, they trying to take my job, and I get where Maria Taylor's coming from. Yo. I earned this. It's their decision. So it's just one big mess in my opinion. But the
1: race thing, I mean, the Rachel Nichols thing, like, again, she knows what she said. And there are just certain lines you don't cross. Like, you can say that, you know what? I'm upset that somebody took my spot, and I get that. But then for you to say was because of the race thing, that that's a line you don't cross. And then for ESPN to put them folks in that position to have to sit with Rachel Nichols that first segment back and moderately defend her as she just apologized. I know that she's since been pulled from the sideline for the finals, but I mean, it's a lot of it's a, it's a a layered problem at ESPN, and because they have done such a poor job in handling race relations, I don't trust them to it's handle so the situation messy. right now. It's so messy. It's, it's so gross. messy. Cancellation season, Sean Edwards. You got some big ones this time. It happens every season. It's part of business. My girlfriend is enraged. What's she mad about? She's enraged about good girls, man. She can't believe it got canceled.
4: We're going to rob that store. What? We're going to rob
0: that store. Yes! It's a bad ending for NBC's Good Girls. The beloved but little watched on linear drama series has been canceled after four seasons on NBC. Efforts to move the series to Netflix, which serves as its streaming home, after a global rights deal for the series have imploded. And the series will not make the move to the streaming giant as an original series for season five. Yeah,
4: and then what? Whatever we want.
1: I'm not going to lie, I poked in every so often, nah, not bad
3: It's a moderately entertaining show
1: man. Moderately entertaining, excellent, um, well,
3: well said I heard it got cancelled partly because the one of the cast members didn't want to take a pay cut uh-oh, I mean Uh oh, hey, I get that, hey This is America, we're, like, we're capitalists That's a capitalist move, but it caused the show to go off the air I don't know, I've I watched all seasons It had run cool. where were they going with it? Well, I have no idea yeah, but I was along for the
1: ride. Yeah, it's, it was a good run. Where were they going with it? No clue. Any other big ones on that list? Lovecraft Country on HBO got canceled. Fans were stunned when HBO announced the cancellation of Lovecraft Country, especially since Misha Green, the show's creator already had a 75-page Bible of season two ready to go. Green took to Twitter to thank her fans as well as share a picture of the sovereign states of America, a deeply changed country based on the events of season one, with the continental U.S. now divided between the tribal nations of the West, the White Lands, the New Negro Republic, and the Jefferson Commonwealth. I kind of
3: call that one. It looked really expensive and it was really good. I don't think it had much of an audience. I know sometimes viewers get caught in the bubble, and a lot of black people were like, that show is amazing. It's dealing with all these issues. It's incredible. But you got to remember, black folks in America make up about roughly 12 to 13% of the population. So even if every single black person watched that show, you would need a lot more other people to watch it or else it's going to get canceled. I thought it was daring. I like what showrunner Misha Green did with the themes. it's different. And the subjects it explored. But I can also see how not a lot of people on the other side of the aisle would watch. It is a complicated situation and it looked expensive. It looked like a show that cost like a couple million dollars per episode Ooh. and you need massive viewership to sustain something like that.
1: And they did that in a pandemic. That's tough. It's tough. You're running I mean, on E. The copper's on E. It's one of the main reasons HBO
3: canceled Watchmen, which was also good. But look, There would be no Juneteenth national holiday if it weren't for Lovecraft Country and Watchmen, because they both sort of put a huge spotlight on the massacre that happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So we'll always go down in history as tremendously contributing to the culture. And sometimes that's just good enough.
4: Well, Japan is taking a tougher approach to help curb the spread of COVID-19 just two weeks before the Olympics is set to begin. Organizers will hold Olympic events in Tokyo without spectators, a move they say was a heavy decision. Organizers are still considering allowing spectators for events outside Tokyo that are not under a state of emergency. Well, all of this comes shortly after the Japanese prime minister placed Tokyo under its fourth state of emergency due to a spike in COVID cases. It is scheduled to go into effect Monday and will last throughout the Olympics.
1: To Tokyo we go, Sean Edwards. We're
3: not going to Tokyo (laughs) at all because yo ass is not welcome, neither are anybody else, because there will be no fans or spectators at any event. Because COVID is still out here running wild. Because Americans fail to understand one thing. It's called a global pandemic. Global. It's global. There's a lot of people who live in a lot of countries who have not suppressed the curve. Well, we haven't suppressed the curve technically here in America. Right. Look in your own
1: mirror. <laughs> Look in a mirror, Sean Edwards.
3: Because, man, <laughs> we are broadcasting from Kansas City, Missouri, Ooh. a city that's located in the state of Missouri, Uh-oh. which is on fire right now because the delta strand is whooping ass for all those people who refuse to get vaccinated sean global numbers
1: global numbers are like in the single digits as far as people who've been vaxxed man and they're over here talking about this olympics also i'll be real i ain't interested in the olympics right now because i'm upset about what they did to our girl shakari richards it's official the fastest woman in
0: america shikari richardson will not be competing in any events at the tokyo olympics tonight usa track and field announcing she will not run the 4x100 relay her last chance to make the team richardson earned a ticket to tokyo with that dramatic victory in the women's 100 meter at the u.s olympic trials
4: i just want the world to know that i'm that girl
0: But following that jubilation, the 21-year-old tested positive for marijuana, a banned substance.
3: I know what I'm supposed to do. Um, no, no I, I'm not. I'm allowed not to do. And I still made that decision.
0: Richardson was suspended for a month and disqualified from running the 100 meter at the Olympics. Tonight, USA Track and Field saying they support reevaluating the rules surrounding marijuana use. But, quote, while our heartfelt understanding lies with Shakari, we must also maintain fairness for all of the athletes. But
1: what did I they do that, to her? Any reaction other than this is a Dumb rule that needs to be changed is the wrong response, in my opinion. But, now, what I'm saying is the 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 council, the governing body, they had a chance here to say, you know what? Yeah, we, you're right. In fact, yeah, we're gonna reinstate her, and we're gonna be done with this rule effective immediately. Why did they not just do that? Because you, this you is stupid. You can't do that. As dumb as the rule is, so I ran in Division One track. I ran in college. I ran against Olympians and world champions. And you know, there's a lot of stuff that we can and cannot take because you are an athlete. That's true. Marijuana That's true. is legal. In states. In certain states is legal,
3: not in the country.
1: I'm saying they had an opportunity to change some things and to right or wrong and to use this as good press. This is track. This is track and field that gets its buzz once every four in years, use this as a but positive to get people watching.
3: That's true. So you lobby and you get the rule changed because, yes, the rule is severely stupid.
1: Do that now. The window the, is now. But
3: she's severely ignorant because the rule hasn't been changed. And the one thing that they overstress, and you know this, you just admitted that you used to run. Yeah. The one thing they overstressed is doping.
1: We knew when they were going to test us, and so we knew when to do what we got to do. Absolutely. She should have known better.
3: She knows they overstress doping, particularly during Olympic year. Absolutely, Particularly do. Yeah. a month out from the Olympics You know you just qualified To compete for the United States of America At the Olympics And these coaches overstress what's on the list Why would you be dumb enough To light up a joint And smoke it Like she just blew millions of potential dollars Say she goes over there and win four gold medals She could have been on the Wheaties box Procter and Gamble television commercials Toyota commercials All that Late night appearances on The Late Show, sitting next to Trevor Noah on Good Morning America, on the Today Show. She blew all of that because she wanted to smoke some some weed. You got to be smart. Yeah, marijuana may be legal in a certain amount of states in America, but it's not legal if you're competing for the Olympics. Leave it alone
4: some culture for you on the programme and head to the French Riviera where the Cannes Film Festival kicked off last night. It is the 74th edition of the festival cancelled last year because of coronavirus. Well, Nadia,
0: the uh, atmosphere here uh, on the Croisette, which is where the festival takes place uh, was electric last night. We got to discover uh, the jury that's presided by Spike Lee. The first time a black man has presided over the Cannes Film Festival jury. He was asked a question at one point about his classic 1989 film do the right thing on race relations in New York City and here's what he had to say I wrote it in 1988 when you see brother Eric Gardner when you see King George Floyd murdered lynched I think of Ray Rahim and you would think and hope that years later the black people stop being hunted down like the animals
1: to the Cannes Film Festival. Spike Lee. Your idol. History. Your icon yes, yes, is, is, is on the panel. He's on the poster. Break he's, it down, brother. Nah, he's the first ever flag huh?
3: president of the jury. And the jury votes on which films win the most prestigious awards <laughs> at the film festival located in the south of France. I've been several times. I It's the one area of the world where you would see the most concentrated amount of richness <laughs> in your life. Yachts everywhere five-star hotels everywhere parties everywhere you drink champagne for breakfast lunch and dinner everybody's rocking diamonds and everybody's rocking half million dollar watches
1: and that's just a tuesday
3: yeah yeah it seems like the birthplace of jay-z and beyonce he rocked a louis vuitton pink suit the first night with custom nikes it's much deserved I hope he has a ball while he's over there and drinks champagne until he passes out, <laughs> and maybe catches a couple of good movies while he's there.
1: We're talking, you know, film festivals, real quick. We did our half year last episode. Yeah, man, hard to believe. I'm putting you on the spot. I'm downer, right. Marks. I'm sorry, I, I, you may not be in the right spot to answer this yeah, question. I am. Always best year in cinema, Sean Edwards. Your answer is well. Personally, I'm going 1991 hey cheers to me that's my birth year baby i'm going
3: 1991 for me personally 1991 was the best year in film because uh that's the year that you had the five heartbeats robert townsend you also had new jack city with wesley snipes ice t chris rock that's a classic and then you had boys in the hood directed by john singleton all in the same year three of those are classics masterpieces movies you can still watch today a lot of people argued that 1939 is the best year of movies because you had The Wizard of Oz and Gone with the Wind. But we're not going to get started with Gone with the Wind. Tri- that's a tricky one. You can't erase it. Don't fall for that okie-doke. But we're not going to get started with it. But The Wizard of Oz, it's a timeless classic. Judy Garland, Gary Crow Lion, Tin Man, Wicked Witch of the East, Wicked Witch of the West. I mean, yeah, I'm down with Wizard of Oz. But if you talk to purists, they'll, they'll go with 1962 because you had Lawrence of Arabia, To Kill a Mockingbird, the first James Bond movie was released that year, so it's worthy. But none of them, 1939 or 1962, is better than 1991. 2021 is nowhere near the top
1: of the list. This year is suck. This year is absolutely, positively suck. You want to watch the best of the best? You just gave some folks uh, a list of seen some movies, most man. Of those, like, if I'm meeting somebody on the street and they haven't seen at least a couple of those, I'm scared. We can't be friends. Yeah,
3: well, we can be friends. I'm just going to be scared of you. It's like me and talking to someone who says they don't drink or they don't like music. That's weird. I've met people who have said that.
1: Hmm, it's like, what's your deal? You're an adult. I used to go out with a person like that. It was tragic. <laughs> when we come back, Sean Edwards has your Black Widow review. Oh, Marvel. Ain't good Marvel. Plus, we talked to some folks. Watch this.
3: Assume the f***ing position. Ah!
1: Alright, All right, let's let's talk Black Widow. Sean Edwards. Let's watch this. Are we talking the movie
3: or the people I talk to? Which direction are we going in?
1: Let's get in with that review and then we'll talk to him.
3: Let's review it then. Black Widow. Man, Hartzell, What were you doing back in 2016? It's a long time ago. Yeah,
1: what were we doing in 2016? That was a long time so you ago. You don't man. remember? That was a long time ago,
3: man. I don't remember. But the one thing that happened in 2016. Black Widow got killed. That did
1: happen, didn't it? That did happen. That did happen, didn't it? Black Widow got killed. I remember, I watched, yeah. I watched that movie. I watched that movie where that happened. I remember that.
3: <laughs> That's the biggest problem with this movie because all of a sudden, you're forced to have to remember what happened in 2016. Man, I totally forgot about like, that. Yeah, and we just haven't like, yeah. brought that up. Yeah, she died in Avengers Endgame. Dead. Done. So this movie like picks up somewhere... Like <laughs> within the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like it's 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 a it's a tricky it's a it's a tricky device. So it, it falls in between a couple of movies that have already happened. So it's, it forces you to have to remember what went on back in the day. I'm not trying to do all that.
1: Do they have an episode recap before nah, every scene? No, they don't. Well, no, that's not going to no, work, because, then, Sean. No,
3: because because this movie is also trying to work as sort of like a faux origin story. But instead of being a true origin story, you get like these half-hearted flashbacks that just, it, it doesn't work. The biggest problem with Black Widow is, who plays Black Widow? Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson is Black Widow. And here's my thing. If you on screen acting like you really don't want to be in this movie, <laughs> then why am I even bothering watching this movie? Because you ain't feeling it. I'm not feeling it. Scarlett Johansson just looked bored. I mean, she was flat. She was like, unenergetic. She's looking in like, in every scene, like, I, I really don't want to be here. Like, this is beneath me? And I was like, what's going on? But thank God Florence Pugh is in the movie, and she's great. My man David Harbour, he does his best to save it with just a ton of just comedic energy. Like, he's trying to be the comedic savior in every single scene, but the, the movie just doesn't work. I mean, it's loud, it's noisy, it's fussy, and then they try to throw in this, like, politically correct... Sort of like feminist twist, oh, oh, just okay. like okay. Uh, okay, yeah, okay, but not really because it didn't make much sense, and they didn't they didn't really explore it the way they the way they should have. You know, the movie's kind of dark, it's moody, it's I mean, I mean give them credit, it doesn't look like any other Marvel movie. It's got its own, it's got its own look, it's got its own feel. It's it's kind of cool stylistically, like. You know the, the cinematography is kind of dope, but when 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 you've said all oh, this about a movie and you're getting down to praising cinematography, you got a problem. It just it, it did it didn't it didn't work. I mean people are gonna fake like it. I mean because because it's Marvel. Right, right. But I mean there've been twenty three Marvel movies. Something's gotta be the worst. They can't all be great. You think this is
1: down there? Really? This oh, is that yeah, low? This oh, top okay. five
3: bad in the Marvel cinematic universe. Oh, top man. five bad, easy. Really?
1: Might be the worst. But you said you said for yourself, one of the reasons why there's a saving grace of this movie is because of this guy you talked to. He tried to hold it afloat. He tried to maybe carry it on his shoulders, I guess. He tried to man a valiant effort. He plays the Russian
3: equivalent of Captain America, and he, he tried, man. Like he like they should like actually send him another check. <laughs> he tried, man. He tried his ass off, but it, nothing he could do to save it. So yeah, I had a chance to sit down and talk to David Harbor. Um, most people know him from Stranger Things. Yeah, getting that Marvel check now. Yeah, yeah. he's a cool, dude. Watch this.
1: Before I got this
2: family. I mean, mistakes, choosing between what the world wants you to be, and who you are. Are you a big comic book fan? You know, I was never, like, growing up, I was never a comic book guy. Like, I was always kind of video games, cartoons, things like that. Like, I was nerdy. d d things like that. But I wasn't, like, comic books. They didn't really get me until in my 20s, I started getting into graphic novels. But... You know, around the time that that Iron Man movie came around, I've always been into these movies. As a result of that one, so I do really like the movies themselves.
4: It was real to me. To me, you were everything.
3: home. What did you do to get caught up to speed on the whole legacy of the Red Guardian?
2: Uh, Well, I went to like, uh, you know, I was doing some Comic-Cons before that. And every Comic-Con I would go to, I'd send uh, one of my friends out. And I'd be like, just go ask every person here if they have anything on the Red Guardian. And I found (laughs) a bunch of different stuff, like different comics and even images and things like that. And I did as much research as I possibly could. And then, you know, when I started working with the writer and Kate, they had all this research as well, poured it into it. And you know, he's a really interesting character. And again, it's one of these characters like Captain America, where the suit gets passed down to different iterations, different generations. He gets, you know, he, and he becomes a she. There's also a woman version of of the character. One
1: thing's for sure. I'm done running from my past. All right, Sean, back to Marvel we go. Because 2021, back to Marvel we go. No, Marvel's key.
3: cranking it out, man. I mentioned this before. We, we were talking a couple episodes ago. Marvel's now exploring telling their stories through TV series. And I actually think that format works best. They, I mean, I love WandaVision and what they did with that because they got a chance to really flesh out all the themes. Episodic television is the way to go. I mean, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the best thing I've seen, television or movies, this year. Disney Plus is hitting the stride, man, I think. Yeah with the episodics and Loki's out now, and it's uh, it's very interesting. It's not as good as Wandavision or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but it's damn sure better than Black Widow. Who did you any- talk to? Oh man, I talked to the villain of the series and man she man she's good so i talked to sophia de martina about joining the marvel cinematic universe and just bringing that element of being you know because actors never want to admit that the villain's the bad guy or the bad girl but we got into a discussion about it without giving anything away because if you watch this series man is she involved in some twists and turns so uh check this out great conversation
1: watch this
2: know what this place is the timekeepers have built quite the circus and i see the clowns are playing their parts to perfection
3: were you a fan before you got involved with the project
4: you know i'd seen a few films and i would really enjoyed them but i can't say i was a fan i mean the fandom is so amazing people know so much they spend years like learning about this stuff Tom knows so much about the MCU about Loki and particularly you know but I'm, I'm still learning and I'm still sort of discovering it as I go along which is fantastic and um yeah I think it's it's really nice for me to see how much the fans are engaging in this series but also how you know um New newcomers are also enjoying the show. People that, you know, are new to the MCU, kind of like I am. We
0: protect the proper flow of time. You picked up the Tesseract Breaking Reality. I want you to help us fix it.
3: That's kind of cool you had a chance to interact with Tom. Like, what's one of the things that he, that he told you or spoke with you about that really stuck with you, that helped you really take this this character portrayal to the next level.
4: I mean, he talked, uh, we talked a lot about Loki. He told me, you know, a lot about, you know, things that he's continued to find with the character and the things that he really enjoys playing with the character. And I remember him saying that Loki plays all the keys on the piano. And I don't know if he said that or someone else said that about Loki or it, it came up anyway. And I found that really interesting because it's true, you know, He's, he's not a villain, he's, he's not a hero, he's sort of everything.
0: Okay, I've studied almost every moment of your entire life. You've literally stabbed people in the back like 50 times.
4: Why never do it again?
3: That's that's my girl right there. I'm a fan now. I didn't really know much about her until until this series, but um I'm loving her, man. She I think she's gonna be doing some things down the road, man. She's she's cool. She's good. She's good in the series. She's I mean everybody's good in the series. The series work. They're all good.
1: Alright, Sean, when we come back, let's wrap this up and uh, get ready for that go home, yeah? Yeah, let's do that. My name's Hartle that's Sean Edwards. Watch this. I have to give a big round of applause to my band, Sexual Chocolate. Another week in the books, baby. Well done. Woo, the, man. We the made week it. it was. Yeah, yeah.
3: We made it, man. We still watching a lot of things. Still hanging out, man. Summertime. Hot outside, man. Now it's time for me to jump in the ride, put some tunes on. Woo. What are you listening to right now? What am I listening to right now? I kicked off the show with my girl, Moo Moo Fresh.
1: I'm not going to lie to you. Bad Bunny, I got into him good. after he started wrestling, man. He did this thing. He did his cross promotion with WWE because my guy's a genius.
3: I mean, her is killing the game right now. I like what they're all doing They're all just killing the game right now It's a new Vince Staples
1: out that I like a lot Yeah Vince cool man Sean Edwards what we got on the show next week Who you talking to Who we gonna talk to What's
3: coming out next week Who we got next week I'm trying to think What's coming out next week Next week's the 16th Yes sir Oh man I'm gonna be hanging out with the cast of uh, this new Netflix movie Gunpowder Milkshake Okay, including my girl Angela Bassett, she'll yes, be in the house. Sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Man, the Angela name just keeps coming the house. on this show. And then we gotta talk to another film guy. You know, we hang out with all the film guys. We were talking about Spike Lee earlier. Yeah, be hanging out with M Night Shyamalan's got a new movie called Old. Hold on, that's hold my on. dude. Hold on, hold on. We
1: got M Night. M Night coming, on? baby. Yes. On watch this. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Man. Got okay. that new See movie that called link. Old. Yes, I want to throw a couple questions in too, because I yes, still got some things I need him to work out. I need him to work out some plots for me. All right. M Night,
3: he's like that though, man. You could man. talk to M Knight for three straight days. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. That's my guy. Yeah, M Knight's cool. M night has been cool since day one. All M. right, see, cool we
1: got been. a good thing going on on yeah, Watch yeah, This yeah, Show. Yes, we, we do. Some-
3: we talk about it. Yep. We absorb ourselves in the culture. Yes, sir. And when the Olympic Committee says don't smoke <laughs> weed, we don't smoke weed. <laughs> Speak
1: for yourself, Sean <laughs> and, Edwards. You
3: know, it, you know, we got to give a life lesson to people out there. Yeah, you gotta let you gotta let things you gotta let things grow, man. There's no such thing as overnight success i'm telling you man true story back in the day there used to be this big memorial day event in cancun where a bunch of people just flooded the town every memorial day like 94 95 96 97 like everybody was like that's back when diddy was doing his thing so you know diddy was there tough daddy notorious yeah notorious big like like the the whole crew was down there I remember one year, I think it was like 1996. Like there's a bunch of us, you know, like me, my dude, two or three girls. You hang out at the beach all day, go change, and you party all night. So right in between beach and party, we ran into this guy. He was begging us to go to this concert. I was like, well, "No, nah, we're going to this one club because one club was like popping. It's that club in Cancun. I know if you've been to Cancun, you instantly know it. It's like it was like a cave. It looked like Fred somewhere where Fred Flintstone would hang out." And it would just be popping every single night. We're like, we're going there. And he's like, no, no, no. You need to go to this club, this club, this club's Like, yo, this is it's this new rapper. Like, he's going to be he's gonna be performing. Y'all got to come see him. And so he handed us the flashback when the only way you could really promote was by handing people flyers. Yeah. So he handed us this flyer it had his name on it we had never heard of. It said Jay-Z. And we're like, all right. yeah, It's like, okay, we'll slide through, but we ain't staying Because we going to the Fred Flintstone Club (laughs) Cave and party our asses off. But we went. And that's back when he was right about like a month later, he dropped Reasonable Doubt. So we go, man. It's like in this little hotel ballroom. It's like 25 people in there. And he comes out and does the lead song off the album, which was this track with Foxy Brown. Because Foxy Brown was like hot back then. So, you know, the first song on Reasonable Doubt was the track he did with Foxy Brown. And he performed that song and a couple other tracks that we didn't know because no one had heard reasonable doubt yet. Who is Jay Z? What is we're like, who is, but we just standing in the middle of the room talking to dude, like, yo, dude, you fire, dude. Yo, we being all sort of like halfway condescending. We're like, yo, man, you got you got skills, man. You might make it, man. You might blow up, man. You might, you know, you, you might, might be, be all right. He only did like three songs, and we were like, they was all fire. So we was like pounding them, shaking, you know. Like, bloop, 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 And then we left the building, went to the Fred Flintstone cave. And, you know, 25 (laughs) years later, dude's a billionaire married to Beyonce. And I'm still sitting here in KC. Cheers, Sean Edwards. Yes, Jay-Z. To to Reasonable Doubt. Yes, Reasonable Doubt, 25
1: years old. No Reasonable Doubt, this show, I love this show. No doubt about it. Appreciate you for listening. I'm getting choked up just thinking about that. My man. (laughs) Sean Edwards, my name is Hurt, so we'll see you next week. Yeah. Watch this. Cheers. 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 Clean these glasses. clean
3: Man, this is the biggest margaritas ever. Over.